Hey guys, as always, the side characters podcast are not experts. These are just our own personal opinions and experiences. Now onto the show. Hello and welcome to the Side Characters Podcast, a podcast about diversity and nerd culture. I'm Jordan. I'm Leah. And with us for a very special episode, not like the ones you see in sitcoms, are my dear friends Ryan and Carlene. Hello. (laughs) How you doing? I am doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. Holding up. uh, Staying sane. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Surviving the zombie apocalypse yeah, that's currently exactly. raging outside. Learning all <laughs> yeah. sorts of new recipes, and actually, that's a pretty nice aspect of it. Not gonna lie, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> we're fine. Yeah, the cooking is definitely the best bit. There is no flour at the store anymore, and I can't bake. There's a reason for that, but yes, they. I, I, I my favorite post though is that everybody's gonna come out of this either great chefs or drunkards, and I'm like, I will be excellent at drunk cooking yeah i was gonna say why can't you be both <laughs> i mean exactly. the, i'm just exactly. gonna be fat so you know it's whatever you can be a great drunk chef i mean uh look at paula dean except you probably <laughs> won't be doing as many slurs hopefully hey, if maddie matherson does it you know yeah <laughs> so jeez. so um i guess you guys could tell us a little bit about yourselves who are you and i guess today's topic is going to be about gaming it's like what what kind of video games do you guys play? And like, what are you into when it comes to gaming? Uh, hi, my name is Carlene. I'm part of Instant 3 Play, a Twitch channel with uh, Ryan here. He is my fiance and our friend Alex. We Twitch stream a bunch of different games. We I wouldn't say we were like hardcore gamers because we usually just chat a bunch as we talk. But um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we, ha- we have goofs and we have fun and we just, you know, we play games. We We figure that we're playing games, so why don't we just stream it and have fun with other people while we do it yeah uh, i will attest that i spent many an hour on your stream just chatting you've yeah. actually been on our stream too in person yeah. so that was a nice thing oh, to yeah. have. so uh yeah i think the best streams you guys do is hangman streams <laughs> yes i'm enjoying them a good bit actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> It started as a joke. We bought Half-Life Alex for the VR, which is a very expensive game and a very expensive system, and just proceeded to play Hangman with a virtual marker for about an hour. So yeah, that that, that sums up our gaming experience, I think. Hey, some of the first Let's Plays I ever watched were people playing Pictionary and Minecraft and the insanity that ensues from that. So I yeah. just, those games are good. Those, yeah. those are the fun ones. Okay. And the other person is Ryan. Sorry, I cut you off. Like yeah, uh, I, I guess for the purposes of, of this show, yeah, I pretty much would be the same descriptors as Carlene right now. I'm in Instant 3 Play as well. I usually am accidentally committing domestic abuse on Carlene with a VR set. Oh my god. That um, was a big accident, but yeah. Uh, it's actually now our most viewed clip, if you must know. No. Yeah, I will say it was fun to watch Ryan one-punch Carlene in the face during VR. I had the headset on. I couldn't do anything about it. I didn't know. It's okay. Um, I got on like right after it happened just to see like the reaction. Ah, like, wait, what happened? Just watching that clip's like, oh, oh, snap. But aside from that, yeah, we do video games. We do tabletop on the on the stream. And occasionally we do like cooking or uh, cocktail streams. But we haven't done that in a while. Oh, and Gundams. We're just a variety show, you know. Yeah, it's good stuff. So like, wait, 
should we, I don't know if this is the thing we should do, but should we, since we're a diversity podcast, could you give us your labels? Oh, yeah. I am a cishet white male. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a white female. I'm black. (laughs) (laughs) If if the the listeners haven't picked up on it by now, I'm black. Was that supposed to be a big reveal for the show or something? (laughs) Sorry, guys. So I know this whole time I've been seeing it acting as one thing, but I'm black. Oh, my goodness. This is is my big coming out moment. We have the vapors. (laughs) (laughs) All of us whiteys here. Oh, no. (laughs) So actually, so Leah, I guess, what kind of games do you play? Like, what are you into gaming wise? Oh, what type of games do I play? I play a lot of games that wouldn't, well, that's wouldn't be classified as games most of the time by some people. I mainly grew up playing uh, puzzle games. I love me some puzzle games. I like atmospheric games, a lot of like simulation games like Sims, Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, all that shit. Um, and I also like, like really rich story games. Like I... Mm-hmm. One of my favorite series of all time is Monkey Island. I'm big on to like point and click adventure games. Basically anything that plays like a visual movie and has an immersive story is something I like. So I guess we didn't talk too much about the games we actually like. Yeah. <laughs> I will piggyback off. I think we would get along with the puzzle games thing because mine personally is either really uh, like high learning curve games like the Souls series. I absolutely love. But then I also love to play like Minesweeper Genius on the PlayStation where your little gnome just like figuring out puzzles i like yeah. those chill puzzle games i love the Myst series um and i have not finished the witness yet but i will anyway i like puzzle oh games and really hard mm-hmm. ones carleen i like a wide variety of games like i love puzzle games i like I, okay i will say the ones i'm not very good at are first person shooters oh yeah that's i'm in that camp too yeah i'm just i, I mean i'm okay at it. i'm not the best i love playing super smash you're Brothers. really good at overwatch what are you talking I about i was gonna say overwatch the only one thing that i don't know why overwatch doesn't apply to that general rule but like i'm really bad at like call of duty all that but i'm great at overwatch i don't know how that happens but whatever but i like <laughs> super smash brothers i love mario parties i love animal crossing I like I like horror games, but I also have a really bad anxiety <laughs> problem, so sometimes I just can't play them. So I do like to watch horror games a lot. That's that's similar to me because I also like I one of the first like let's plays technically is mm-hmm. I watched my brother play through the entirety of Resident Evil Four growing up, and that was great. And I yeah. love zombie games; those yeah. are great. I love them, but when I actually play, I'm like, ah, nope, nope, I'm out, I'm out. I, I think no. Watching you play Soma was pretty fun. <laughs> I get yeah. infinite joy watching her play those games. Yeah, I played oh, Soma God. recently and spent, I think, about 30 minutes in a bathroom stall because oh. I just couldn't Oh, leave. we need to continue that. Ugh, maybe one day. Oh, God. I can't, I can't, I can't play them myself, but like, I, except for Dead by Daylight. Why is that the exception? I don't know, but I can play Dead by Daylight. There's just exceptions to the rule. I think it's because it's other people that you're playing against. Like, you know that there's, it's not actually a monster behind that. Just, maybe? Oh, and I can't kill them. It's maybe because I can't kill them. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just running and hiding. It's just running away, which that's what I do anyway. And when I'm playing horror games, <laughs> I just run and hide. So, yeah, I think I would enjoy that, too. <laughs> so, I've talked about this many times before, but, like, the games that I really like and really excel at or are super linear very story-driven games. Um, I really like the Souls games. I'm playing Sekiro right now, and it's like slowly edging up the list of one of my favorite games. A little bit of first-person shooters, but not like Call of Duty because, ugh, 
God, getting murdered by a five-year-old online and getting called the N-word is probably not the best way to spend <laughs> yeah. my time. Um, if it makes you feel just, any better, Jordan, I had the exact same experience. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but I used to be, like, really into first-person shooters, but now it's just more of, like, open world and, um, like, linear first-person person hack and slash games I'm like trying to, I'm Legend trying of to Zelda. get you into yeah. get you into some of the, the simulation y type things. It's slow but sure. It, it's slow. And also like <laughs> with like games like The Witcher and stuff, I don't like games when there's like a lot of dialogue options. Yes. Yeah. I, I, think I that's don't why like I too don't many like dialogue Skyrim. options. I don't know. It's too yeah. too many options and then like I'm like, what is this person talking about? And then I kill him and then people chase me and then oh, I, I eat away. and breathe that stuff. I, I love just, it. I, I yeah. don't like Skyrim too much. I, I, I can't well, play those games. <laughs> but it's oddly it's odd because I, I play those games, but I almost always play those games with a guide open. Because I don't yeah. like to make the wrong choice. And right, so right. I will just make the right choice every time. So that's yeah. I'm yeah, I'm one of those people. I've never made a wrong that's choice in my life, so I don't use the guides. I know I'm making the right <laughs> choice in the game every time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and Jordan, that's why I like life forget? is strange just so I could rewind time and pick the right choice. Right. It's like okay. <laughs> Oops. I really wanted to play that, but Jordan, how how could we forget Hollow Knight? Both of us didn't Oh god, it. yeah. Oh my god, I loved that game. I love platforms. One of yes. the best games I've played in a long time. Hollow Knight just yes. just to explore and also to like see something that you can't get to right off the bat and know that you can come back later if you have the right power up and just it was uh, beautiful. Everything yeah. about that game is beautiful. That was the best game I've played in years, honestly. That was an amazing game. I haven't spent that much time in a game other than like Animal Crossing, but that's like limitless hours, but yeah. So, so moving right along, I guess we wanted to start out with our usual defining. It's like, what do you guys? What would you guys define a, as? Oh my god! Let's go about this the worst possible way. What defines a gamer? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we're all gonna say similar things. That there's probably two definitions here. That you could go with the most basic, which is legit, just someone who plays any video games. That is a gamer, someone who plays any video game. So generally, that's what I like to personally go with. But then there's also, like, the general societal definition of gamers as well, so, which we can go into. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say the same. Like, it's pretty much anyone who enjoys games. Like, I don't think it should be, like, oh, you have to be a hardcore gamer that, like, goes into leagues and stuff like that. I, oh I mean, God. like, I know, there, I know there's people that think that's what a gamer is, but to me, it's just, do you enjoy video games? Yes. You're a gamer. Cool. You enjoy it. I guess from I, I thought about this one for a good bit because I was like, well, you know, just because uh, you play around a golf doesn't make you a golfer necessarily by any like there seems to be a definition for that. There seems to be some threshold that I thought about, uh, like what really ca counts because at some points I was flip flopping between, you know, I maybe play a video game until Animal Crossing like once a week or so on stream, if that. So I don't know if I would even consider that. But then I thought I think a gamer is anybody that like enjoys games enough to talk about it with other people as part of one of yeah. their interests. Yeah. I think that is where I would safely say it. If it is something that you feel worth discussing with other people, yeah, sure. Or like following a forum with it and discussing it, you know, I think that would be a good qualification. Yeah, that you would list it under a hobby is a good is a good way to put it as a as a thing because there's yeah, there's and I think that's a good, like, solid definition. Now, we, we should talk about what we think, <laughs> what other people think a gamer is as well, because I think it is important to, like, get that definition out of the way, well, too. Well, it's like the society norm of what 
gamer is defined as in society because yeah or even yeah. in the media like you'll you'll get a difference like portrayal of gamers especially when it comes to like early gaming like with nintendo stuff and now like what society looks at what gamers are um one thing i watched the movie escape room recently and like the portrayal of the gamer in that movie was just like has to be like all he talks about is gaming and the only thing that like makes any sense to this person is gaming and like yeah i don't think that's necessarily what a gamer is well and you caught something on the head there which is that it's he yes he is a gamer so gamers are most generally thought of as he's and you have to play games on a legitimate platform such as pc or console and switch sometimes falls on to yes it is a gaming game but otherwise it's not and it's it yeah i think that's the perception that people have at least that i think about i've seen an uh, interesting analogy to that is like just the same way that a lot of times most famous chefs are usually portrayed as men but at the same time there's a double entendre that like the woman should be in the kitchen that some people like you know still stereotype as and it really doesn't make sense to me that like if you go on the internet for any short amount of time, you will see that veneer of, like, it's primarily dudes. It kind of gets broken pretty fast. Like, Tumblr is an example of that. And yeah. It, yeah. It, it's a strange thing that I think people are trying to catch up to. And I really think, like, when you see, like, movies, it's really the age gap. Like, if you have a 50 to 60-year-old screenwriter, they don't see the community that much, and they will still stick it as the, like, you know pasty white dude with a hunchback and maybe like yep. very lives in the basement hair. yeah and like always has a xbox headset on so I, I think it's kind of getting broken by most people but in terms of like who's writing those characters that's the issue yeah well i think there's also there's i don't see that as just writers because I also operate in multiple other communities that are not nerd communities, even though, like, primarily my friend groups are quite nerdy. I have a large section of people, particularly in the academic community, who see gamers as toxic harassers, mm. basically trolls on the internet. I mean, I see who, gamers as that. <laughs> well, and that There's they usually are young, they're usually young adults to younger. They are mostly white. They are mostly wealthy. They have a lot of privilege and usually don't have a lot of real world experience. They're middle class to upper middle class people. So it's it, we have gone from a shift of the classic nerd white man to more now a Gen Z wearing expensive clothing sitting on his million dollar pc ripping ripping people a new asshole on call of duty yeah i feel like there needs to now be a two different gamers like it's a, it's almost like how uh, a bat is both an animal and a tool used for playing baseball uh, there's there's what? one gamer that the a, is yeah, the what? like it's the same word. No, but, I got exactly what he was saying. I knew exactly what he was saying. Uh, we, we keep exchanging the word gamer when we just define what we were saying, yeah. but then we said we see gamers and we're talking about the specific toxic subculture yeah. of gaming as yeah. a whole. So I think that there's got to be some sort of new definition just to pigeonhole them in the right place that they need to be because it's not right. helping because, anybody. I think there's a word for it. It's called asshole. Yeah, it's called yeah. asshole. <laughs> Because I think as well, there's like uh, the idea that like 
would you define yourself as a gamer? Because it depends on who I'm talking to. Like, for me personally, it really depends on who I'm talking to. If I know that that person is nerdy, if they have nerdy interests, then yeah, I probably will. If my, if people who are in positions of authority in the academic community I'm in ask me if I'm a gamer, no, absolutely not. No, I would tell no one because that that's what here in most and in most businesses these days it's still not okay like that's not an okay thing to say that you're a gamer so i guess on my side with it like would i like define myself as a gamer like yeah cuz i play games do i do i talk to other people about games i think i, I approach it the same way i do with anime is where i say <laughs> absolutely nothing about it unless the person i am talking to i know for a fact either likes games or anime it's like no one yeah, no one to. has it's like one of those things where it's like no one has to know if, if it sometimes feels like i'm a closeted gamer you have to vet them first. That's yeah. legit what you have to do. And actually, I've been talking with people about this and like the academic community about this is that we are like bringing video games out of the closet, basically, because <laughs> people like to ignore it as a field to study. Well, yeah, because yeah. there's like a stigma upon it. See, I was like, actually going to make that little uh, comment. Like, I agree. I am much more likely to tell somebody that I play video games than I watch anime. Like even one yeah. of my coworkers <laughs> recently who I'm now talking about anime with all the time. Um, yeah, it's the closest thing that I feel is like pretty much if I was gay and trying to figure out this other dude was gay too, but not doing (laughs) it so blatantly. It's just like kind of like circling around it and then just getting that answer and be like, oh, okay, you like anime. Cool. We can talk about this now. Let's get our list going. I think, I think I've made this comparison before, but I have a friend who loves Lord. Actually, now I have two separate friends from two different continents who love Lord of the Rings. What? No one loves Lord of the Rings. My God, no one loves Lord of the Rings. What is this? No, uh, they love Lord of the Rings and grew up in like that culture of Lord of the Rings and several like one of them grew up with other books like Robert Jordan and the other one was like Lord of the Rings and like Star Wars. They don't think they're nerds. Like they are like, no, I'm not a nerd. And I'm like, but. But you speak Elvish. <laughs> yeah, one of them legit can speak Elvish. So sure, Lord. Like, <laughs> you're a nerd. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, yeah. but you're a nerd. Oh, unfortunate. She might actually end up listening to this, but uh, it's That's a lot of it's, time and dedication. I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, she's just very good at memorizing languages. It's very impressive. It's legit one of the most impressive skills I've ever seen. It's one I wish uh, I had. Yeah, it, it doesn't everybody. So do you guys, like, say that you're a gamer, like, other than, like, the closeted field, do you guys, like, talk to other people, like, say you're a gamer, or is that, like, something you kind of keep to the side? So I will say I have a a big differentiation in that, like, because, like, my last job, if I even so mentioned gaming, I got the weirdest looks and just kind of, like, I could just tell, like, people were not down with it. My new job, I, like, casually mentioned I had a VR, and, like, five people came up to me to start talking about VR. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, this is such a difference in, like, the two mindsets at, like, two different... I, I work at a restaurant. I'm, like, a manager at a restaurant. So between two different restaurants, it was, like, such a different, like, feeling. You know, one was I was yeah. getting, like, looked down upon. And then in this newer one, it's just, like, everyone, like, is totally excited about it. So, yes, in my new workplace, I do talk about video games. In my old workplace, I was scared to because... Anytime I mentioned anything I was, like, having an interest in, they would just kind of, like, scoff at me kind of thing. It's a little subtle for me in that it's it's quickly that it's, I wouldn't say I'm a gamer, but I will say I play video games. 
and that subtle distinction is a big deal for me because like one is a label and one of them's an action mm-hmm. and so i definitely would use the action of yeah i played this video game to people on a regular basis i i am not a swimmer but i've been in a lake before <laughs> you know that kind yeah. of thing <laughs> Yeah. Uh, me, I, uh, I actually think I do the exact opposite of you, Leah, um, it, to my advantage in the way, let me explain, uh, in the professional, <laughs> I'm in white. The professional environment. <laughs> no, it's not that part. I mean, there are definitely different distinctions of why I would or not in the, in like the sociological way. But for me, I like to, uh, keep a nice arm's distance with a lot of my coworkers just because I don't like to mix worth work and personal life too much. So I will say to somebody usually, you know, yeah, I play video games if I'm at work or whatever, and that's it. Because usually if it doesn't seem like there's too much going on, like somebody who I want to keep professional with, they're not going to try to make too much small talk because they're going to be not coming from a point of the same contention. If they do like games, cool, we can talk about that. Um, as a, however, if I know some people that are extremely into video games and such, like, uh, like a, person that's actually trying to like climb the ladder in league or something and they ask if i'm a gamer too i'm like not really i mean i play uh i play horror games on stream sometimes but you know i know which definition they are coming from and it's not it it doesn't really i'm not as scared of santa gamer in any sort of way i don't really think i should really elaborate on it too much either because it's not something that really I don't know, bothers me if somebody sees me as that way because it's if they hang out with me for a little bit longer or talk to me for a little bit longer, they'll probably see that uh, I usually don't fall into that definition that they see from the movies, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't live in the basement and have a bunch of hentai pillows with your headphones on them. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, not, not a bunch. The maybe they're just in the living room. <laughs> hey, that doesn't hurt anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I, I'm more along the lines with Carlene. Like at my first job, I mentioned gaming. It instantly got to, oh, this this is a kid. Like he's not like a mature adult. All this like that yeah. perspective is like, oh, gamers are like fit into the media, like living your basement type person who still lives with their parents type thing. And then like every time I would talk about anything seriously, I would not be taken seriously because i play video games and so then like at my new job i have like a co-worker that i talk to about games all the time and like my boss we talked about games like he used to be really into world of warcraft and like he talked like about how um when him and his um now wife were like long distance that's like how they hung out all the time was doing raids and stuff on world of warcraft so it was like a completely different thing but i guess in the past, like talking about games, like when people say, Oh, yeah, you play games, are you a gamer? I would get a lot of the, like, Oh, well, what type of games do you play? And oh, it's like, You're not, you're not a gamer because you haven't played this game. It's like, What, what do you, what do you mean? Like, some people like decide to do that gatekeeping thing of putting like a standard on what, re- like, what a game really means. Like, I guess it goes to like, if you are a gamer, then like certain games like have more weight than other games if that makes any sense oh yeah well yeah we've had this discussion where i think you even corrected me of like i use i didn't i said i didn't play video games before i got a pc and you were like what are you talking about yeah because <laughs> i played video games i played video games all the time in high school i just played wii 
So, and GameCube, and so I, like, in my brain had somehow pigeonholed myself into not being a gamer because all I played were Nintendo games. Candy Crush is a video game, and also yeah. kind of a scam, but it is a video game. <laughs> it's, like, mostly a scam, but the kind of a video game. Yeah. So, what does the gaming community look like to you, and, like, what experiences have you guys had in the gaming community, positive or negative? Carlene, you want to go first, or...? Um, sure. Um, I mean, I grew up with gaming, um, my entire life. I got it in 64 when I was, what, seven, I guess? And from there, I loved it. Yeah, I I got it uh, in 64 when I was young. I played Diddy Kong Racing, Smash Brothers, and, uh, uh, Mario 64, like, all the time. I loved it so much. To the fact where I, like, go over to my friend's house and we would, like, spend... Like, all night. We would stay up until, like, 6 in the morning playing Smash Brothers. Loved it so much. Um, That was always a really positive thing for me because it was both boys and girls that, like, because, like, her brother would come in and play with us. So it was always, like, a bunch of different people. But as I got older, there were some differences. Um, I noticed that, like, if I would try and talk to a boy about, like, a video game, they would just kind of be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, they would just kind of just be very, very dismissive about it. And I'd be like, I've literally played, I bet I've played more (laughs) Super Smash Brothers than you ever. (laughs) Because I've played so many hours in the middle of the night uh, obsessing over this game. But I was always kind of, like, dismissed and stuff like that. Um, And then I kind of honestly dropped off for video games for a while. um, Especially, like, when I was, uh, I would say, like, from 16 to about 22 i would say i kind of dropped off for a while and then picked back up tried doing like online gaming with like things <laughs> like overwatch stuff like that immediately got a backlash of as soon as i would talk as soon as i would like voice something on the mic um people would just say things like oh give me like like can i dm you or like <laughs> later in life got like oh can i give can i get your snapchat um you know, stuff like that, or just like, hey, like, show boobs or get out, kind of, you know, stupid shit like that. Um, I got like, a bunch of that. So, so people actually will say, like, the show boobs or get out type thing? Like, that yeah, actually happens? Yeah, I, I, that, that happens. It, it hasn't happened a lot. It did happen once, and I was like, really? That's really what you have to say to me? That's, you're so dumb. I, um, I hate to go therapist <laughs> mode, but how, how does that, like, shit make you feel? Like... I just really honestly chalk it off to just like, oh, this is probably like a dumb little teenager and he thinks he's being freaking edgy by just saying that. Like, okay. it's, yeah, that's, it's, that's yeah. pretty much the only way you can deal with it is because this is the thing that happens. And so it's like, that's the only way is to like, just make it, you have to belittle it. Otherwise, legit, I don't think you could survive in this world. Right. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of think of, okay, whatever. I'm just not even going to acknowledge you or what I'll do like in Overwatch, one of my favorite things to do um, when I was playing online is like, if that started happening, I would like, we would be winning. And like, right before we won, I would exit the game but <laughs> because one player leaves, like the whole team loses. Oh my God. It was like in, sp- in like specific matches. I forgot exactly which match it was. Cause it's been a while, but yeah. So I would just make the game, you know, I would just like make them lose after. Like, that's us so funny. Um, so that was my personal little get back. God, that's hilarious. Uh, I, <laughs> I love that. It's like, I mean, scroll you. you? Yeah, yeah. Watch this. Uh, Boop. Yeah. It's like someone has left the match, uh, game restarting or something like that. 
Um, the worst thing that's really happened to me, um, I would say it was in college. Um, I was studying in one of like the little libraries or like the rec areas. And I noticed these, these guys, they came in, they brought in like a old TV and they started setting up the GameCube Super Smash. And I've mentioned it a couple times already. Like, I love that game. That's like, that's my jam. Yeah. Watch out if they're playing Melee. (laughs) Yeah. They were playing Melee and I was like, oh my God. I was like, yes. So I like, I watched them play for a little bit and then I was like, oh, do you guys mind if I play around? Like, is this like a club or something? And they, they, and they told me it was a club, but immediately they kind of like laughed off. Like, I don't think you can play with us. Blah, 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 blah. Like, all right, if you want to play, get ready to get your butt beat. I'm like, okay, sure. Ended up beating them and was like, oh, hey, that was really fun, guys. I got to go to my class. Like, do y'all meet regularly? And they kind of like just told me that they weren't really going to be meeting that much. And like, they're not sure when the next time they would be meeting. And basically just exit me out of the conversation completely and i was like okay cool 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 glad glad y'all are awesome the eagles were so hurt that you ruined their club i think so i think i ruined their club but that's fine um (laughs) (laughs) and then as i got older it it got better again because like i found my group of friends that you know they're from all kind of like walks of life and we all get along perfectly fine there's no like discrimination or anything i play less online games now just because i've gotten a bad taste in my mouth i mean i do stream and we do like jackbox and stuff with that but i mean it's not to a huge audience so i'm never really bothered by it so i have i've enjoyed it now like it's less now i feel like yeah but i also have two guys in the room with me so maybe that's also why (laughs) yeah i i think i have similar similar stories to tell uh try doing overwatch on open mic (laughs) Yeah. No longer do it's Overwatch on bad. open mic. No, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's always, always bad. bad. Uh, yeah, you get enough of people telling you that you're a bitch and that yeah. you no longer want to. And I don't know. I, I. My favorite is the girl should heal. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I hate you. Like, no. <laughs> Watch me be diva and get like 32 kills in a row. Stop it. <laughs> like, don't tell yeah. me what to do. <laughs> Exactly. It's it's frustrating, and then when you're not as good as they think you are, then, yeah, that gets even worse. It's, and I think for me, too, it was a large portion of, like, I, at the end of high school, university, then got into YouTube and watching a lot of uh, Anita Skarkarzian, uh, who does Feminist Frequency, and seeing what happened to her with her video women in video games trope series, and how she got doxxed, and then Gamergate, just generally made me very uh, recluse from the gaming community, which is probably why that's I distanced myself from the fact that I didn't think Nintendo was games like that that didn't make me a gamer is because that was around the time where like I wasn't playing any video games in university and that's when all that stuff was happening and generally makes it so that you're even more worried about your own whatever and yeah I have to be extra careful about what's happening and that is the thing I think about a lot doing this as well and that like we've had talks about is that how do you keep us like that is the thing that I've thought about is how do how do I keep myself safe because that's a thing I need to think about. Yeah. And I don't I don't yeah, I don't know Carlene if you thought about it as much but that is one of the first things that when we started talking about doing this podcast was 
how do I keep myself safe so that I don't get doxxed like other women have when they talk about video games? Right. I mean, so, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, mean, I was um, gonna post your address. Um, with yeah, this just episode. don't do that. I mean, that is <laughs> at the bottom. Wait, that is at the bottom of the dock, though, Jordan. So um, I thought we did have to provide that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and your social security yeah. too. Just yes, don't forget I, that I, one. Oh, mm-hmm. And password hints. <laughs> yes, I, those are always very important for me. Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> totally for the integrity of the podcast. Password hints are necessary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, with. I guess my experience with the gaming community, it's it's a it's a mixed bag. I, I guess I don't have as much as you guys because like maybe black, but I'm still male, so I still get a pass in most cases when it comes to being a gamer. Yeah, and I guess because like there's like voice going on, you know what I mean? It's not as like obviously we sound like girls. There's not a real like black voice you know what i mean so it's like i I think that might be a little bit harder to tell but i'm sure you still get some bullshit i still have somehow like i forget let's play of course it's overwatch this is always gonna be the overwatch Uh, i was playing overwatch Overwatch, and someone somehow figured out by uh, either the way i speak maybe the like my voice in general that i was black and then every time i die would call me the n-word i was like nope i'm i can't do this i'm not and it was like it was one of those kids where like they have the high-pitched voice so you know it's like someone who's like 12 or 13 and it's like okay i'm out (laughs) (laughs) yes the the number of rate like uh, the problem with also those open mics that makes people like even if you don't have a direct story the problem is is that you hear enough bigoted shit yeah not even directed at you but directed at like the number of stories, not that directed at me, but directed at just how things about women. Um, one time in Overwatch, a guy threatened to was like, "I hope Syrians bomb your village." Whoa, oh. that was a great one. Whoa, yeah. that, so, they took that too far. <laughs> yeah, so they got reported by multiple people. Yeah. Thank God, but it's like that's not unusual. The, the bigoted shit that you yeah. hear on these type of open server things that it makes you generally afraid. Like, I'm like, why would I want to interact with these people when, like, if you hear people using the N-word on a regular basis, even not directed at you, it's like, hmm, maybe that would make me nervous. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I... to exist. I've gotten called, like, um like the Asian slur word before. I don't know why they thought I was Asian, but you know, they started saying that a whole bunch. Um, and I was like, I don't know why you think that. And they're like, Oh, cause we're right. And you, there's no arguing back. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just have to just like be like, okay, that, that's it's not logic. Yeah. You're like, okay, you're just being stupid for no reason. And you think you're funny. So I'm glad you think you're funny, but okay. yeah. And I think for like all of the like small portions of the gaming community that are like super positive, there is like an extremely toxic one just waiting around the corner. Like I personally like stopped like doing voice on um, online games when I'm not in a party because like this thing yeah. happens. Like I usually don't even have my headphones around. It's like because I don't care if I lose a match of Overwatch as long as I don't have to hear what you have to say to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think I think online gaming is especially toxic because. And it gets to a point where, like, a lot of the online gamers, like, they don't think they're doing anything wrong with it either. It's, like, oh, no, it's yeah, become yeah. the norm of how online gaming is run. It's like, oh, yeah, if you're mad, well, drop the N-word. <laughs> that's, the, that's the issue that we have with this learning thing is that people are learning this from a young age. 
is sorry, we're going a little bit into Leah's anthropological corner at the moment. Oh no, that, I, I love this because I actually have a little bit of comment on this one. Is that basically, basically we learn through being reprimanded basically so parents often are telling their kids not to do something after they've done it is how that often works and so as we get on the internet you have people saying things and doing things and they're watching other people doing it and not getting reprimanded it's just a giant echo chamber and we don't have people going around and saying that's against the social rules you're not allowed yeah. to do that you're not supposed and by to having that it just continues and bowls forward and gains momentum and that's when it becomes a real problem and so that's a it's a whole social aspect that like people think that social norms and niceties are just part of society like they're not like we should be allowed to do particularly in the u.s it's like you should be allowed to do what you want there's no group society you shouldn't be invested in what other people are doing but in reality those are what teaches us how to be good people and that's how we learn these things. And the internet doesn't have those rules in place. And that is what happens in this gaming community is that it, it, it's this, it's this, we don't have people reacting. And as women, as like we clearly said, we can't react back. It will not logically work for us to yeah. fight back against this. We cannot stop this. It requires other people also banning together with us. And it's like a systemic problem. Yes, very much so. Um, I guess real quick, they, I'm an only child, and uh, ooh, you're one of those. I pretty much, I Ew. pretty much game. I, I <laughs> okay. I'm gonna preface this with, I consider myself to be a very far left leaning person in the first place. Right now, I wasn't always though, and I think and see uh, from a different side of this. Um, at least from my positioning, I was a uh, only. Uh, child, white, all that stuff, uh, middle class, upper middle class, play a lot of video games, obviously, because I didn't have anybody in the afternoons to really hang out with or anything. So I got into the online community and such, and up until about the Xbox 360 days, it was fine. There wasn't really much mic stuff. I very much regret a lot of the things I probably said during Halo or Call <laughs> of Duty back then because, you know, I thought it was just, you know, fun and games. And then right around the time of um, when Gamergate happened... I was fortunate to fall on what I believe to be the less toxic side of it because at the very beginning, I'm assuming since you mentioned Anita Sarkeesian, you're aware of Zoe Quinn as well, Leah. Oh yeah. So when the oh, inter yeah. when the inter when the internet aristocrat first put out his videos, like completely uh, just tearing apart Zoe Quinn for no really good reason, um, yeah. I started to kind of like fall in with that and realize it, and then at some point somebody said something completely. I don't even remember what it was about how pointless it was to be doing that. And clearly there's something else going on here. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then it started becoming a social war against not only women, but Gamergate turned into everything else. And that's when I I currently don't play too much online games, but I have a horrible, horrible hobby of looking from the outside in and looking at pretty much far right uh, groups and how they infiltrate into different communities to try to um, not openly recruit somebody but get them on their side thought wise because yep um, it's a very very disturbing actually uh, looking at that it because is. Gamergate started with that I mean you had people like Sargon of Akkad you had people like an aristocrat where at first they were just talking about games and then they're getting into you know women being in movies and such oh. and then all of a sudden you have now 
Zoomers saying that they are traditional conservatives, which sounds so polite for um, racist, sexist, and probably um, is Catholic in the sense that they uh, just don't like anybody else that's Muslim as well. And um, it's something where I think I have had too much of an exposure just in my spare time seeing this stuff. Because like, for my show, Rumor Flies, we've had to do a lot of stuff like research for QAnon and such. And, and such. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> those things kind of like intertwine. Those groups say hi to each other uh, and like, you know, when they're passing each other on the street all the time. You saw it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it happens <laughs> a lot. Um, but I, I like finding I now my interest more in the gaming community is finding out exactly what you were talking about, Leah, is how to approach that thing because even though gaming is not political most of the time, or it shouldn't be usually, it became um you know, it's it's not that it shouldn't be, just it doesn't always have to be. Because sometimes there can be political messages in games, and that's fine. Uh, I actually kind of like that sometimes. But from what I've seen the community, it should be a, something a lot more fun. In Animal Crossing, it seems to be. But there's other things like online games where there is this whole gatekeeping where people have been convinced that these, you know, young white dudes that feel like they have their safe space being invaded by people that aren't young white dudes are just getting pushed further and further. Somebody calls himself apolitical is just like a blank slate and other people come in and try to take advantage of that and not and make them not even realize what they're spouting or believing after that. And um, I've been watching a lot of people on YouTube that have been talking about deprogramming. And that's something that really does um, strike a note with me is how do you approach that issue with bringing somebody away from that type of ideology when it's so easy for them to fall into it? Because it almost is just like the dominoes are lined up and they can just knock it down right there. Well, and how how generally Americans are raised also doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I I don't have I don't have issues with the American system. America's like capitalism and neoliberal bullshit. Sorry. Um <laughs> but I <laughs> I think I like you, Leah. Why? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very I'm very disillusioned. Uh, it's wonderful. It's what happens when you leave the U.S. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but basically, one, let me tell you a small little fact. As you know, one of the one of the biggest places to find terrorist cells is on the Internet. Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's Discord. What? Yep. Yeah. The base. It's Discord. Wait, the, like, Discord? this isn't even me, like, trying to pretend, like, straight up for real. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. No, um, huh. I can't say much, but I know someone... Who is part of one? Studying oh, studying. This. Okay. No. No. Who <laughs> yeah, I know someone who's oh part God. of a terrorist cell. Like, wait, sorry, what? But uh, there is stuff like the Adam Waffen, which is a right-wing terrorist group that is all Discord yeah. operated. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, most most terrorist groups run through Discord, which just is interesting because I, which finds I find even more interesting now because the fact is, is Discord was originally meant for yep. gaming. It's originally like a gaming thing. And the fact is, is that all now I'm like, wow, Discord would be great for all these companies trying to do their thing in quarantine. And no one knows it exists except for terrorist groups, which means it's like this odd contradiction of like no one in normal society, air quotes being happening right now, knows that Discord and Twitch are a thing and platforms that can handle sustained like chat softwares rather than like unsafe zoom and whatnot but like everybody else does on the internet anyways yeah but i was also going to mention the, the whole thing of you saying that like 
game shouldn't really be political. I think this is like a kind of a little, I just, it's, it's a little side thing that bothers me because it's not, it's kind of like this American, uh, you say shouldn't be political, but really what you're saying instead is that it shouldn't be polarizing. No. Because um, in reality, I think games should be political. I think in this day and age, we have to make these statements because what is political now is human rights. Yeah, I, I walked like back that, on that one a little bit. Yeah, I, I didn't worry that. I didn't like the way I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got you. I'm just, I, I, I want to make sure that people who listen, like, understand that, that, that we need to be political in the sense of what the world thinks is political is the sense that, like, we have to protect human human people and their ability to exist yeah there's multiple definitions of what it means to political that's what i was trying to clarify because i knew what you were saying and i yeah how dare you (laughs) (laughs) sorry little rant no it's fine mini rants um okay let me try to figure out where we are now yeah sorry for hijacking Okay, so gaming audiences, do you feel <laughs> that gaming generally fits a specific target audience? I, okay, I'm gonna, I, it, like everything we've been talking about oh, no. today, it's a duality of two. I'm yeah. sorry. How dare it's, you? <laughs> they aim it, they, they do aim it towards a specific audience. Does it reach that audience? I like to say no. We like to fuck the system and fuck it, you know? I mean, I'm a 28-year-old so. man playing Animal Crossing, so, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that target like, audience yeah. doesn't exist anymore. I, I think, yeah, they do try and strive for a certain audience, but it, people are, like, more wide. You know what I'm saying? They have, they have, like, more opinions about it. They, like, have more preferences than what they're just trying to direct you towards. But just, like, considering the fact of how they portray women, as we talked about on the last episode, you should listen to it, it's great, uh, that, like, how people are showing women clearly means that they're not targeting at women. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, let's say, like, the new um, Resident Evil game or the uh, Final Fantasy game. I don't think those are necessarily trying to be directed towards women. There's a bunch of, like, flashy action scenes and, like, boom, boom explosions um meanwhile you have something that they're trying to direct more towards like family friendly and women like animal crossing they see like the cutesy stuff versions of it but does that mean that women are not going to enjoy resident evil and final final fantasy no like not at all they definitely will um yeah they're trying but i don't think it's necessarily just for one specific audience at all it's in- it's intriguing to see how like big story driven games how their commercials look because like you talk about like skyrim or like the witcher series or like dragon age and they are just like these immersive plots with just interesting things but you're right they do highlight almost exclusively fighting yeah which is clearly them trying to f- force it towards men which i'm like uh, we could t- go into that and that is a more systemic issue right. but like it's yeah I, I will say a little bit when, like, in my younger days when I was just a wee child, there was, like, that idea of, like, there are specific games for boys and specific games for girls. Like, like the quote-unquote baby games for, like, Nintendo-type things. Like, I, I will say that I didn't play Animal Crossing for the longest time because I thought it was specifically aimed at children. And I thought, right. oh, that's so sad. Yeah, I, I like is so this is sad. this is my first Animal Crossing. What now at twenty eight? <laughs> so, 
Well, I have I have many stories from many friends because like a lot of my friends from university, we were we're Nintendo people. Like we grew up on it. We well, high school for me, but like most of them grew up on Nintendo. It's almost exclusively like most of us have have stuff on our walls for like Pokemon, yeah, Legend of Zelda, Animal Crossing, like games like that were our bread and butter. And like all of us have stories of Nintendo bashing, which in this case I'm defining as basically the people who are like Nintendo's not real games, ha ha. And then the, and then they're like, but Breath of the Wild was because it won Game of the Year. Right. I just I don't even understand that argument because like computer consoles at the time were not anywhere near the same level. Like I'm. I, I do I love know. the whole like PC like whatever it's the God um, system or whatever. Ma- Mass yeah, Mass, that's what I'm looking PC for. Mass Mass PC Mass Race was like, you look back on like PC games, it's like, no, they were behind for the longest time. Yeah, until recently, like, they, yeah. I think they've caught up, like, I think they might have probably surpassed it at this point with some of the graphics, but that's another issue. But I do remember from childhood, my dad loved to download games, like, from the internet, but he never knew what they were. <laughs> so I always had this wide variety of PC games that I would always have to try and find out. And half the time, they were in Japanese. <laughs> so <laughs> my whole spark of anime and getting into anime was a DBZ game. It was a DBZ fighting game that was all in Japanese, <laughs> and I had to try and learn Japanese to try and play this game. Keep in mind, I'm like eight. that is amazing. I do not know how. I don't know Japanese, but I started to piece together like by clicking things. Oh, those symbols mean option. Like that symbol means like start, and that means kick. And like you know, I eventually pieced it together in some weird format of Japanese. And um, yeah, so to say that like PC was. The better gaming system back then and nintendo was not i i'm so against that i i don't know i spent so much time on both consoles and i loved n64 way better it's it's just a, like some like weird like we're obsessed with this nostalgia of in this day and age of like like which makes sense it's it's based about late capitalism it does it to all of us anyways <laughs> I'm, I'm on a socialist bent today <laughs> but uh it's <laughs> The nostalgia, nostalgia, like, one of the biggest proponents, I happen to say, is probably Pokemon. Like, all of us have this, like, when Pokemon Go came out, we were like, oh my god, Pokemon! And these are usually the same people who are like, Nintendo's not a real game. Yeah. Well, I'm like, you can't have this, you can't, it's not both. You can't have both, you can't do this. Yeah. I will say, I do not enjoy Pokemon nearly as much as I did as a child. I've tried. I've gotten most of the Why? Because there's a thousand different Pokemon now? Yeah, and I, I'm like, this is too confusing. And now they get There's big. a chandelier Pokemon. I can't handle no, that. That is tra- even like the worst. There's a trash one. There's like a trash, the trash. one. It's literally, it's literally made out of trash. What? Trash so is boy. all trash that you throw away a Pokemon? What happens here? Yeah, exactly. Or the ones that are children's souls? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like getting in some weird territory there that I just don't understand. He said my Pokemon design looked like garbage. I'll show you a garbage Pokemon, yeah. and then it ends up in the game. Yeah, that, I mean, some of them <laughs> I'll look show like, you garbage. Some of them are just strange now. I don't know. That's a whole other story about Pokemon and how <laughs> complex it's getting. Um, yeah. They just need to stop, I think. Yeah, stop. Yeah, well, but they're not going to because, you know, Yeah, money. the money. Not until Pokemon Ammonia and Bleach comes out. They're going to get to that <laughs> naming level. Everyone dies. 
<laughs> but Ash is finally a Pokemon master. Finally. <laughs> At the right he's age a, of no, 82. No, he's a championship winner. He's not a Pokemon master. He has not caught all the point, Pokemon. was that he was a Pokemon master. He's a trash human being. Yeah, he uses oh, like the wow. worst loadout in Pokemon ever. Come on. Yeah, and doesn't let his Squirtle evolve. My God. Or, or Pikachu. Pikachu. Pikachu's like level Why 99 now. <laughs> Sorry, we, we can go down the whole road. <laughs> <laughs> um, just what is wrong with... That's going to be an episode. What is wrong with Pokemon? Yeah. Where did they go wrong? We could go on another side of like games that are not a gamer into that like mode thing, which this... Oh... Like, people who play on, like, assisted and, like, the educational one, which then I'm like, then your definition of games needs to be called in question. Because as I've said earlier, I play a lot of point-and-click-click games. Why? How do the early point-and-click games of, like, Broken Sword and Monkey Island and Grim Fandango, how are those not easy mode? Yeah. You see? Like, or, like, missed, like, puzzle games even, too. It's like... Why, where, how are you defining games then, and why, why does that make it, like, whatever, whatever level you play on, why does that matter? Well, I know a lot of people, being a gamer. for, like, when they do, like, speed runs for, like, action games, they'll put it on easy first, so that they learn, like, the layout better. Yeah. And then they'll just, like, start ramping up the difficulty by, like, okay, this is where, like, the map is, and, like, this is where this will spawn, and so that way they're able to speed run it better and kill everything or not or just run away from things so i mean i i think that's just very like subjective i don't know uh, people like to have some sort of exceptional aspect to themselves and i think that that is a very low grade of gatekeeping that they can do in terms of it's they are taking a bar that isn't even there and lowering it to the point of oh those games if you play in easy mode you're not a gamer and such it's a yep. very easy way to make themselves feel superior and it really it doesn't make them any more superior Superior. People get too wrapped up about certain things in a way to try to stand out above someone else. And it's annoying. It really should be a thing, but it is. And it's always like one thing or another. It's like, you're not a real gamer if you play on easy mode. Okay, well then you don't play on easy mode. So you're not a real gamer if you don't play these specific games. Okay, well, you play these specific games. Well, you're not a real gamer if you're this or that. It's like, it's always finding a way. If you didn't spend three hours creating your dragon keep for Dragon Age Origins. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, one, I'm not going to read it again out of here because it's, it's trash. But there was this one post, I think, on Reddit or something where it's like, you're not a real gamer. It's like you don't put 300 hours into each of your games. Oh, it's like, God. Get or $3,000 into your computer rig. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it'll they'll change the goalposts every time if they... They, like, they just want to feel find good about new. themselves. That's what it comes down to. I'm better than somebody because I can do this slightly better than somebody else. Like it's 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 very unfortunate because I'm like everybody has their games mm-hmm. that. Uh. I, and I think on that, like it's now becoming more and more spread out. Like everybody, there are so many games now that everybody can find a game that works that, for yeah. them. Exactly, there are games that people are better at than others and that's just a i mean that's just how it's going to be like somebody might be like ryan's a lot better at like first person shooters um than i am in general just uh to, i will point you to overwatch to okay, prove you wrong other than overwatch that is my like that is like, overwatch the one doesn't thing. Count. it's not a real game it's not it's like it's a third person technically it's a first person girl shooter oh, uh, <laughs> you diva main oh god we've become what we hate it yes oh, my god. oh i can play the role very well <laughs> but yeah 
that this is what I just mean is like I don't think people should like get hung up on one thing or the other because there are going to be things that other people are better like that goes for everything that goes for everything without you know it's someone's going to be better than you oh it's a femme person shooter that's what I, I you know oh I shouldn't put these words out into yeah, the yeah. You, you you gonna up using it unironically. <laughs> oh, yeah God. people are going to like clip you and then they're just gonna be like look at Ryan we're, we're just going to clip like all of the bad things you say just yeah. that's going I'm to be I'm Schrodinger's toxic gamer yeah but I, I mean it's like even to the point like everybody will have a different game like you can play whatever you want there's not a, there's I don't think there's a specific game or a specific style of playing or even if like you like playing games have to play it on easy I don't think there's a specific thing that makes you a gamer and I think that a lot more people are starting to see that like the gaming community is extremely toxic at times but I think it's starting to become more spread out in accepting of people like you can find your like corner of the community that works for you, like people who all like to play Animal Crossing or people who like to play Dark Souls but aren't assholes. Like everybody has their thing. I think the quarantine is actually going to be good for that. It's it's yeah. a thing I've been thinking about a lot is that it's going to change oh, yeah, we're all how playing video people games. interact with video games because the number of friends I've had who reach out to who have read read what words who have what reached out to me. And said, Leah, give me a game recommendation. I now have two people playing Stardew Valley for the first time because they don't have a Switch and they want to play a game like Animal Crossing because they've been hearing about it. And like there and these are people who never play video games. Yeah. And, and they're now playing video games. And also, I think there's just the gaming industry has gotten so giant and so profitable for most people that it's become something that can't be considered a monolith anymore. Like, I don't think that you can say that. Uh, there are toxic elements in certain parts, like the Animal Crossing one is not one of those. Usually, I haven't been exposed to that. Toxic but then you go to Animal something Crossing. like, for instance, like League of Legends, where it is just Oof. pure vitriol. Um, and it's kind of like just saying like the greater uh, food community or the greater uh, sports community, where you're mm-hmm. talking about like uh, football, baseball or whatever. It's different people. You know, there's soccer fans that are terrible sometimes or there's, you know hockey fans that are terrible sometimes and then there's oh anyway but just just the communities that you can't like yeah they fit into this giant group but there's Mm -hmm. so many subgroups under it like you don't you can't just say the lgbtq community generally thinks this because that's not ever how it's going to be there's so many different subclasses to that you know and i think it's kind of hard to really like give a giant big picture on is it toxic or not it's really which part are you looking at Mm -hmm. and i think in it, like I said, you can find something for you. Like, I found weird communities on Twitch. Okay, you guys. <laughs> the, 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 what? Which the, ones? The big, the big breakout co- video game of the past year was a game about a, being a fucking bastard of a goose. Like, come on! <laughs> goose game is game. fantastic. We actually did yeah. a recent oh D&D campaign that was based off of the goose you game. killed the farmer. <laughs> we did. We killed the farmer and we fantastic. became the farmer. <laughs> oh. I will kill See, you and, and this, I will become you. This is why I want to play Crash Pandas, where you play raccoons drag racing across LA. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, what type of drag racing? The RuPaul type or the car type? <laughs> <laughs> Both would be good options. Yeah, uh, like a whatever you with, like, want it to heavy be. Heavy eyeshadow and like super contour. Yeah, <laughs> lace front wigs on. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just imagining drag raccoon. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Dragoon. 
Ooh, stilettos. <laughs> Definitely stilettos. <laughs> okay, um, where are we at? <laughs> so I pulled up some fun facts about gamers that I think will be slightly surprising to people. I want to guess I have all the 2019 uh, uh, electronic, what was it? Is this something... Something association. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What of us was prepared? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're up here, all right? Entertainment Software Association. So they produce facts every year, and this is for the U.S. specifically, um, that uh, is how, like, rates about people playing. And so for 2019, the... Can you guess the ratio of female to male gamers? 90 so 10. Many, female 90 much, male 10. I want to say 30 women. 30 women play video games. No, no, 30 <laughs> Period. Get 30 out of here. women. <laughs> Get out of here, you dumb dumb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh Ryan, give me give me your estimate. I'm going to go high right. on this one. I'm going to go uh 60 40 men women. All right. All right. So the actual is 46 54. So I think Ryan wins that one. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's like almost exactly even. So really speaks to that, like, hmm, how do we perceive video games? Who's playing them? Now, here's my favorite one. Can you guess the average age of a video gamer? I want to say it's going to be like... 28. Yeah. Mm, I'm also going to no, say like 27, gonna... 28. You said the average? So then it would be yep. probably lower... 22? Now, I would like to know, Ryan and Jordan, did you pick that because it's close to your own age? Yes. yes. I mean, okay. I'm older than that, so I, uh, unfortunately... He's an old yes. man. Okay. Ah. Uh, well, the average age is 33. Oh, whoa. Okay, I thought it'd whoa, be Whoa, okay, yeah, that's a little bit higher than I thought. Because I thought more and more kids are now playing. That's what I was thinking, because more gaming And consoles. I know it's been, at one point, it was actually 35 a couple years ago. Because oh. I remember because I was watching um, PlayStation Now or whatever, the YouTube channel, and they referenced that fact. And I've been surprised by it ever since. So it's not just young people. And the yeah. average age is yeah, 30, average which is, is insane. That high, oh, youngers have their TikToks now. They, they just TikTok, and that's not a video game. Yeah, and Ugh, don't, I think don't get me on TikTok, man. TikTok. I think the world average was about close. I think that one was closer to twenty eight. Okay, but the so the but the world average is much. It's from like two thousand sixteen because they haven't done one of those in a while. So so and uh, we say say world, and it's probably more Western with the. With the male to female ratio of uh, gamers, I actually now that that needs to be corrected with the representation of it. I actually cannot wait to see the uh, greasy, unkempt hair version of a female video gamer that is uh, portrayed <laughs> in a in a TV show. They've only done that in anime so far uh, with Watamote and what was oh, the other one that we watched? That yeah. Uh, so we need to catch well. up in the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there, yeah, there are some, I I think it's funny because then you see some shows where, like, I, oh, I was watching, there's a, there's a Chinese show that's about, like, a, a, it was a movie as well about people in a video game, but of course they're literally the most beautiful people you've ever seen. The beautiful seen, people and like, don't play video games. <laughs> yeah. Look yeah. in the mirror, you're not beautiful, sorry. Um... <laughs> 
yeah, but it's it's funny how we have these perceptions and they are very much different than we think they are. So mm-hmm. we are much older and we should think about that when we try and blame children for all these issues. Well, I mean, children are very easy to blame because they can't fight back. <laughs> yeah, say Jesus, you just push him over, Jordan. <laughs> it's, it's like taking Jordan candy from a baby. <laughs> I, mean, I have done nothing weekends, wrong, right? okay? Um, yeah, that's why he said his weekends he... flying by because he's been pushing he's children all toddler weekend. Toddler fighting ring. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to blow up my spot on the podcast, but if you guys ever want to see a bunch of kids fight, anyways. Oh, <laughs> how much did you make this weekend then? <laughs> Quite a bit. Good, good, good. This is like the coming out. Oh, Jordan's a trash person. Um, so I guess we wanted to end on a good note and kind of just wrap it up a little bit. It's like, so what are some non-toxic aspects of the gaming world? I love the fact that, again, Animal Crossing, that they have created whole subreddits where people like, oh, my turnips are really high. And people will literally get in line in other people's villages, like in like an actual line and wait their turn to go into the shop to uh, sell turnips. And I think I wish somebody had done that for me this week. I sold my turnips at a loss. Oh, no. <laughs> see, I just see I love that just like open end community where people are like trying to help each other out. And I just think that's really cute. And I think there's more of that um, going on. Yeah. And uh, Twitch surprisingly yep. has brought a little bit more of that to me as well. Um, there was one time I was playing Dark Souls and <laughs> a random person popped into chat. Oh, that was and, so yeah. fun. <laughs> and he was like, do you want help? And I was like, sure. Why not? Like, I'm. I'm not really, like, fighting a major boss right now. Like, why not? And so he, like, ran around and just helped me, like, you know, finish off some minor bosses and stuff like that. And I was like, thank you so much, sir. Like, I don't even know who you are, sir, ma'am. I don't know who you are, but thank you. That's not a normal thing. Like, people don't usually do that. That was amazing. And, like, the (laughs) guy in, uh, like, a former NASA guy was helping me and Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were playing like, Astra Nier and this guy came out. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm in NASA. It's like, here's some things you can look for. I'm like, holy crap, what? Yeah, there's just, like some nice little moments in gaming that always like bring a smile to my face when like I think about them. Just when people do like little acts of kindness that they totally don't have to do because it's like a virtual world, but people do. And I love that. I think as well, like for me, that it's starting, and this is more from like the game end of it, that there are some that game developers are starting to realize that people learn from these games. And I think it's because there's been like so many learning games that have been coming out, but like they're starting to put in things that should like as ways to like indoctrinate people into what's right about the world. Like, like they're showing more representation of LGBT people in games, Mm -hmm. which then just trickles down and one of the things that I love, speaking of Animal Crossing again, is the Animal Crossing Museum is fantastic. Like, as someone who's in that related field, it is a excellent museum. I I would be, like, especially the fossil section, is yeah. really well done. Like, superbly well done. They're, like, yeah, you could probably gripe about how their phylogenetic, uh, their web on the floor is set up people might do that but like the fact that they're using that i know you don't even know but the the (laughs) track that they have on the floor is a phylogenetic um tree 
that they've broken down. It's so cool he, that they even put that in there. Like, it might not be 100% yeah. accurate because there's only so much they can do with that, like, allotted space. But Well, people, de- it's the thing is, is that people debate phylogenetic trees. Oh, so okay. it doesn't matter. But the fact that they're using it as a tactic to teach people is impressive and yes. should be commended. Yeah. I can't wait to see, like, the creationist that's, like, seething at the fact that they even decide to put that in there. <laughs> it's the little things like that in the games that Evolution. make me happy. That people are trying to, people are trying to, like, improve on how people learn and that as well. And I think, yeah, I think that really trickles out into the community is it encourages people to, like, be more upfront in, like, what they want to see. And I agree that in the general, the internet as a whole, like, I found community and sometimes you can also get that in video games as well, which is great. Uh, I didn't know if anybody else wanted to go next. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted <laughs> so to go next. So there was like that silent drop. I was like, uh. Yeah. I, I, I was just nodding to myself. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, um, I, I agree with you, Leo. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I, was, I was saying yes, but not saying it with my words. <laughs> Um, I think like the positive parts of the gaming community are, I'll use my example as I used to play a whole lot of No Man's Sky once they got their, once they got their shit straight. And that community was awesome. And especially on Reddit too, it's like, there was like No Man's Sky, like got like different subreddits that they would post pictures of things they found. Everybody was like, Ooh, ah, and it's like, Oh, here's the coordinates. I can Mm -hmm. tax you over there if you want. And just for the record, No Man's Sky is a giant game. Like the size of that actual like galaxy can take you days or months to get from one side to the other if you don't have somebody helping you out but they will set up portals and go out of their way to get you over there so you can go ahead and find that wrecked thing or like hang out by Mm -hmm. a spaceport uh because you can't buy or sell ships to other people but they can help you find where to get it and it's a rare occurrence and all of them are somewhat unique and uh, that was really cool experiencing that. I also think that video games are very instrumental in people finding common ground because yes. anything where there is more to talk about with somebody else that you generally don't have any sort of like um, location or background or um, even ideology or religious matters that like you can connect on video games. There might be something that y'all will click with. I mean, I see the same thing for sports. And the only thing with sports is that sometimes you'll like be gravitating towards a certain team. But if it's a game like where there's not really it's, it's team based or anything, you can just blab on about it forever with somebody. And I think that's really healthy and positive. Um, and yeah, just the way that there can be some terrible influences on uh, people in video games with that. It can lean the other way, too. Uh, you get to experience so many different type of people in video games if you are not being a shitbag about it. <laughs> right. You might be able to learn some stuff about other people where you're just like, wow, I had no idea. Like, for instance, like on our Twitch channel, we actually have very few um americans in some cases yeah. well, sometimes like there's a canadian yeah. and a german and like a, well a, a turkish german i don't know which one he considers himself in any given day but yeah, he um, changes it all the time <laughs> yeah uh you know we have people from like taiwan and stuff like all sorts of different people that come in and we ask them questions they ask us questions because apparently um people from louisiana are like some sort of uh bigfoot for america i don't know <laughs> you, you but, really are um, though oh yeah yeah <laughs> Wait, it's, what is it's it? A, it's a wild place. What's the Bigfoot that's in the swamps? That's the Honey Island Swamp Monster. No, no, no. What's the name? The the Rugaru. That's the a Rugaru. different person. But yeah, <laughs> oh. he's more of a werewolf. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. as a, yeah. As I say, isn't the Rugaru the Native American werewolf tale? 
I think it, there's like a, a prop of it in our zoo, but it doesn't look like a werewolf. It just looks like a scary, like, <laughs> Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Cajuns heard about it from the Native Americans that were living here, probably. Yeah. So, but yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I think there's actually ultimately a lot of good to the video gaming community. As much as, like, there's some extreme problems that I should, that should be addressed, it's not a reason to just, you know, shirk off the whole thing, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of good of it, and you'll you'll find... You'll find your little community, like if you don't have one yet, and anyone who's not. In reality, I think what it should prompt you to do is if you're a part of a community and you love what it's doing, it should prompt you to want to try and reprimand the people who are messing it up for others. Yeah. You should be actively trying to improve that. I think that's that's the key is to if you like what you have, you should protect it. Yeah. And educate the people that might be vulnerable to it as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. And I guess lastly, I'll buy side really I guess the good part of the community, we've mentioned it like three times, but Twitch and like a lot of times when I'm editing, writing or whatever it is for different podcasts, I am on Twitch. Just I I found like different communities where people can be decent human beings to each other without having to put each other down about video games. And I think the fact that Twitch is just so open, like you can find like you can just search and find a game or an activity that you want to watch and just be a part of it. And it's not Twitch is starting to move from not just being video games. Like you can find like talk shows or people doing art or creating stuff or cooking. It's I think that's just a good thing to have out there. Just like you can create a community with different people. Be very careful if you're going to Twitch politics. Yeah. Uh, but on a on a societal level, there are some things about Twitch that are very good. Is that what we were talking about earlier with the social learning and how people how there aren't as many social norms in place on the internet, and that's causing issues. This Twitch also reintroduces those back in because the streamers are in charge of how their chat rules happen, oh. and thus people are if you say you're not allowed to put forth these contents, I generally have noticed going from like looking at what YouTube and Twitch as well, that there's an improvement in how people communicate with each other because they're respecting the streamer's social norms that they're instilling. And if more people had these, you can't be a horrible human being on Twitch, then it it, it rolls into itself is that it's getting better at reintroducing the social things to try and get people to be better human beings to each other because they respect the person that they're watching. But Leah, my free speech, I should be able to say whatever I want without consequences. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a conversation for another day. Okay. So I'm... My shoulders go up into my ears. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to end up wrapping it up soon. Um, Well, as we always do at the end of our shows, like, what is like one thing you guys have been like either playing, watching, like doing recently that's kind of stood out to you? Um, I think well. we mentioned uh, Animal Crossing quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So definitely that. Um, currently, other than that, I have been playing Dangarapa, which is a uh, visual novel ah, yeah. game. Um, we've been doing that on Twitch, and we've been playing Half Life Alex VR on Twitch. Also, me getting hit in the head. Yeah, we, we play- mentioned that one. Yeah, we, we already <laughs> talked about that. Well, by the way, Carly uh, got punched. Uh-huh. Yes, got punched really hard. It's a funny clip. Um, but been doing that, and other than that, just trying to go outside and not go stir crazy. Yep. Been uh, playing a lot of D and D lately as well. A lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Um. So that's that's what I've been doing with my life. 
I live with her, so it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't work right now, so I'm kind of just, you know, trying to do things. Yeah. Yep. Well, I would, I don't know. I've been, I also have been playing a crazy amount of Animal Crossing and been playing some Mario Mario Kart with my flatmates, getting them into, because they don't How much do you like, yell Mario playing Kart. Mario Kart? Oh, so much. <laughs> it's But it's good because we do it late at night because the children who live next door to us annoy us every single goddamn day. And so we do it. To get back. <laughs> so, are so. you also pushing children? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> this is a podcast that hates yes. children, okay? <laughs> Pretty much. We are a children hating podcast. I think, as well, one thing I've been rediscovering is just like pleasure reading because I did read the entirety of uh, The Untamed, which I don't know if anybody's seen the TV show. It's a Chinese TV show that's on no. Netflix. Um, it's the the book is huge, and it's just kind of made me rediscover several of the books that I like, love and love currently, and like old ones. Like I was rereading the Blue Sword, which is a classic fantasy book. Everybody should read it. Um, and I think this is a good time and uh, to just like rediscover all these fantasy things that are just um, sitting there waiting for us to take part in them i don't know i don't have anything as much specific other than animal crossing yeah. but i yeah 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 no now is the time for escapism um on my side of things i've really just only been playing video games um animal crossing and i just got into Sekiro and have been playing the little crap out of that so swords man i'm proud of you swords. jbugs that freaking <laughs> ape is good. driving me absolutely insane he's Not driving chickens, bananas though. ah uh, ah. Okay, ah. I think that's a good <laughs> note to end on. Where can we find you guys? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Instant3Play. That's uh, that's pretty much where we'll be hanging out for a little while. Awesome. And uh, I guess, Leah, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I just want to say thank you guys for coming oh. today. Yes. Of course, anytime. I was going to get to that. <laughs> thank you. Seriously, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Like, as I've said before, I've enjoyed so much just hanging out on the twitch stream i've enjoyed the nickname j boogie it makes me feel alive um and just you guys have always been a welcoming community and just extremely fun to watch your streams and maybe sometimes carlene gets punched in the head all right well i was gonna say nice things about you, thank you for having us on Jordan. we definitely enjoy having you on as well like i don't know like we're less of like I guess we're going back to like hardcore streamers. Like, well, there are streamers that'll sit there and like really like dull, like uh, pick apart video games and find a little every aspect. But we're not that. No, no. We, we just chat and we play games badly. Like that's that's it. And I, I still think that's a gamer to me. Uh, yeah, I enjoy it. So 100 uh, percent. And lastly, you can check me out at something I guess zero zero at twitch.tv. And you can also listen to my other podcast, World Shop, where we build worlds based off the role of a 20 sided die. Anyways, I think that's all we got today. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.